training. Just as we train our bodies, more important than that is to train our hearts, to train our minds, to think correctly, to think in the right direction. And a lot, this is just one angle to it, these are other aspects that have come in already by the way, but just on the note of training the mind, the person who keeps training his mind to think positively, just keeps training his mind repeatedly. And this is again, like any training, it doesn't happen by wish, it happens by training. The body has to happen by training, it's not a one day job, people train for years on end. So this training has to happen, that a person has to repeatedly force himself to think positively, he has to keep working out ways to bring out the positive. And when you will keep doing this, life will become very easy to live. Life is filled with all kinds of challenges, all kinds of negatives as well will come sometime. Allah Ta'ala protect us and keep us in afiyat, but this is life, this is dunya. But when a person has learned to channel that thinking correctly and keep looking for a positive in every negative, then, inshallah, he will find life very easy to live. He won't be overwhelmed by situations. Abu Osman Khiri, very great, pious person, Imam Ghazali, writes his incident in Hea Ulum, says this person was walking and it was, now his clean clothes, washed well, and he's walking somewhere, and somebody from the upper story, a double story house now from the upper level the person just from the balcony just offloaded the ash now people those days the fireplace whatever so that ash or the cooking the ash so now that ash had to be offloaded somewhere every day now it has to be offloaded in a responsible manner this person without any care just offloaded out of the window out of that balcony and then it dropped down now down on the road he's walking past and as he's walking past this ash falls on him and ash is ash now it soils his clothes, dirties him and probably hurt him too. So he very calmly said, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Can we imagine we passing somewhere and forget some ash, some dust, somebody just was sweeping carelessly and the dust came on us. So will we say Alhamdulillah? How we'll react? That person will have to decide, Inna Lillah. So he decided, Alhamdulillah. So those who were with him, somebody was with him, they asked him, is this an occasion for Alhamdulillah? Person threw ash on you? He says, no, I didn't say Alhamdulillah because ash fell on me. That is obviously a musibah. So that requires inna lillah. But I wasn't referring to that. Immediately I reflected that I am such a person that I was deserving of fire falling on me. Allah Ta'ala saved me from that. Fire didn't come. It was only ash. I said Alhamdulillah on the fact that fire didn't rain upon me. Now, can you imagine in that one instant and such a, such a provocative situation, it really provoke a person's anger, can provoke a person to do things, say things. But in that one instant, instantly, instantly his mind turned in this direction. It happened just like that. It happened without the mind being trained to do that, without going through processes. No, no, there was a process. 
It was built over time. But it was built over time. Now how easy life became for him? That yes, it's a, it's a problem. Now he has to go and clean his clothes. Ever. He would still have to do that in any case. But if he reacted in a different way, whatever that person did was wrong, 100% wrong. But if he reacted differently, don't know where that would have escalated. Now he, for example, now stopped there to start fighting with that person. Don't know what kind of temperament that person has. Number one, he did the wrong, and then he'll try to start justifying his wrong. That you should watch where you're walking. Now he'll find some kind of excuse, and then he'll want to now escalate that fight. So now, the, what was the end result? The end result was that the whole peace of the mind is now disturbed. You are in the right, 100% right. The other person is in the wrong. 100% wrong. But the end result, and often these people who are careless in these kind of things, who don't bother what they do, what they say, the situation more often than not is that they do whatever they want, say whatever they want, and don't remember anything after that, and don't bother about it. They forget it and carry on like nothing happened. And the person who was the innocent party, he now is burdened with this whole issue and incident, but now the whole peace of the heart is now disturbed. That person forgot about it, he is gone, like nothing happened. So he is 100% wrong. But this person now, now his mind is so disturbed over what happened, because now this fight got escalated so high, that person started saying all kinds of vulgarities and all abuses, because he can't be bothered what he is doing. So now all that further disturbed the situation. Now this person's sleep is disturbed, he's eating, there's no taste left, and let alone his sleep and eating, his salah is all now in, his mind is all in disarray. So now he saved himself from all that. Yes, being human, there'll be some feeling, but because he turned his heart positively, that feeling which is human, is not uh, just some inanimate object, that feeling which is human will very quickly be swept away. Because something else has come in place. The heart and mind can't focus on two things at one time. Now when the heart has been deliberately focused on something positive, that negative feeling can't remain for long. <coughs> is there, he's human, that pain is not, pain is part of human nature, emotional pain is also part of insan. But this positive thinking will take it away. And this is something that requires training, to keep thinking. When a person keeps thinking positively, trains himself to think positively, without difficulty, inshallah, he'll be able to find the positives in every negative. One person once came, this is the subject matter more related to the topic we're discussing before Zohar, but nevertheless, one person came and he was complaining about all the issues from his wife and whatever, and everything that keeps, he keeps being on the receiving end so in any case, one time, two times, five times, same story is carrying on. Now there's only certain things that you can advise a person. Much of it is not in anyone's control now. If the other party is not ready to acknowledge that these are my wrongs, and I should now change this, there's a state of denial on the other side. So now it's a very difficult situation. It's complicated and difficult, obviously. There is no button to press that will just go away. So any case, this was carrying on. One day again, the same complaint. At that time, Allah Ta'ala put something in the mind. He said, look, what 
you attend the programs, etc., you come and make mashwara, what's your objective? My objective is my Islam. I want to make my Islam. Very well, if this is your objective, one of the very essential things about this Islam is to develop this humility, this tawazu. And previously, people used to go to the khanqas and used to be put through very strenuous exercises of all kinds. We've discussed some of these things on previous occasions. What kind of things a person is being put to is coming from a kind of royal family. That kind of setup, so to say. And now he's being made to clean the drains. He's never done that in his life. He's never held a broom in his life. Now he's come for his Islam. You just keep in the keep and all the muck and open uh, sewers. You keep cleaning all this. Now can you imagine what it does to a person inside? And then a person is being put through tests as well. That now as the time is passing, the person who is responsible for cleaning the buckets, toilets, when you're passing by this person, you brush past him. That was like the worst insult for the person. And see his reaction. Now his reaction, the anger with which he reacted, is no, no, this is still undone. There's more cooking to do. So let him carry on. After some time, the instruction is given to the person again. Today when you're taking those buckets and moving, then you make sure you pass by close by him and pull a little on him. Can we imagine this whole scene? And a person coming from a very, very kind of royal background. And then this time again the reaction is very much subdued compared to the first time. But there is still some reaction. And then the person is told that after some time again, let him carry on. No wazifa, no other mamulat, your full time job is this. You've come for your Islam. After some time the person is told today you just pretend to trip and let everything fall on him. But when that happened eventually, but by that time, this training over time and this Islam had been achieved. When that happened and this whole mess was thrown on him in the pretense of falling, because this was now a test. But his immediate reaction, he quickly woke up to now, help this person. Did you fall? Did you get hurt? You sure you're okay? And no reaction about himself. Previously people went through all these kind of things. To achieve that Islam. All that Zamana now is past. The time people don't have that capacity. We don't have any part of that capacity to undergo all this. But now you are still desirous of your Islam. So now you just change your mindset. Not that this is good that this is happening. But till this doesn't stop, to make an effort to change it, the talim must take place at home, various other amal should continue, whatever else has to happen, whatever somehow of trying to make the Islam of the wife as well, all those efforts must continue. But until such time that that is achieved, you change your mindset. What's your mindset? That all this is my Islam now. This is my khanka. But don't ever tell her she's the chef. This is my khankara. And all this is happening for my Islam. But am I going to take it correctly? Am I going to be responding positively? When I'm being told all those hurtful things, am I going to keep quiet and say this is my Islam? But the person who made that his mindset, after some time the person came back, he said nothing changed, but I'm feeling much calmer. 
I am very much more at ease. Why? Because the whole mindset changed, so he's taking it differently. So now when he's taking it differently, the person, when the doctor is giving an injection, it pains. But he doesn't feel negative about that pain. He feels the pain. But emotionally, he's, he's in fact happy about that pain. Because he sees the relief after that pain. His mind has registered that this pain is associated with relief. So that injection physically pains him, but emotionally comforts him. So likewise, if a person has changed his mindset, so pain is pain. Somebody says something hurtful, it'll hurt. But if he has the right mindset, that will mask it. That will mask the pain and it will just, he'll take out a positive out of it. But all this requires the training of the mind and heart. It requires to channel the mind correctly. And in this way, inshallah, life becomes very much easier to live. A person passes through situations without difficulty. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq. Allah Ta'ala bless us and inspire us to do what is most pleasing to him at all times. وآخر دعوانا عن الحمد لله